my guy. Hey. What's How up? we doing? Oh, I'm doing horrible, but I'm here, so. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm Dang it. Tired. I work with children. I fucking <laughs> have some fucking ailment that nobody knows what the fuck it is, and it just really sucks. But, hey, we haven't recorded in a while. I feel we need to get something out, so. Yeah. Let's go. Well, uh, welcome everybody to Unscripted Violence 2022 year end episode. I guess that's what we'll call it. Hey, it works for me. Yeah. We're just going to be talking about the year in wrestling and what we thought of it. But you, you had some news for us today, too. Oh my god, all kinds of news. I don't know if you've been... It's been a while since we talked, so some of this might be older news, but uh, we'll start with William Regal. What a story. What a story this is becoming. So, I I know we're probably not going to cover Dynamite because we're behind, but we'll get back on track next week. But they did the angle where uh, MJF turned his back on Regal, knocked him out, he got stretched out, blah, blah. So... Meltzer, who I just can't stand, I just can't. This guy just guesses half the time. But he came out and he said yeah. uh, that they did that because that he was leaving, and he had thought that it was a three-year deal, but he didn't know. Then he went back and said, "Oh, he doesn't know what's going on." Then he came back and said he's leaving. So here's what happened. So if you talk to a well, what the, what the rumor is going around is that. When he signed with Tony Khan, he had a agreement with uh, Tony that if Triple H was ever to get back in power, that he could leave and go back to WWE. AEW. Well, I did read about that, and I'm I'm not really buying that story. I, I am for a little bit because the thing is, like, he didn't start till March. I think it was the revolution. The the revolution pay per view is when he showed up. So yeah. You can't really tell me because his deal with WWE's done. He's going back at the beginning of the year. So, uh, AEW saying they signed him to a short-term deal. It was supposed to be like a, a year deal with an option for two years or something like that. Uh, if you talk to the WWE side, they're saying that there was a clause in the contract. Um, then EC3 uh, came out. He has a podcast. I, I, I don't know if he's close to Regal or, or not or if they did an interview or something, but he said... When Regal got there, uh, he immediately realized it was a mistake. That he said that the the management and uh, I think he's blaming the EVPs and Tony. I mean, this could, I could be wrong. I'm not speaking for Regal, but he said that everybody's immature. Uh, nobody. Yeah, was, he was, said there was uh, a lot of immaturity going on and and stuff. Yeah, nobody would listen to him. Uh, AEW came out today and said that that was a joke. But of course, they're going to say that. But it's just kind of funny. It kind of goes back to what CM Punk was saying. That yeah, uh, kind of makes him look good. And uh, speaking of CM Punk, he released a photo the other day of of uh, of his dog, and he did have missing teeth. So um, some people are kind of like, oh wow. And uh, so that confirmed that the dog's teeth were fucked up. I, I, take it as you will. All I did was post a picture. Um, yeah. But I don't know if you listen to. Uh, the Conan and Disco Inferno podcast um, keep it at 100 but he came out and said this is what he was told about the event so he was told that um, Punk was having issues with not only the EVPs but Paige which is Hangman Adam Page who we're talking about and what 
what he said is what he was being told is when I, I, I mentioned this in a news part, I don't know how long ago, cause we've been doing this for a while now, but that he doesn't need to listen to advice that he's already a star, blah, 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 blah. And then we yeah. had the, we had the inf- inf- infamous, uh, promo that started this and all this and that and Punk going into the match thinking he didn't know if they were going to really have a match or it was going to turn into a fight but apparently Paige thought that Punk was the one who got Cabana fired which he never got fired he got re-signed and Tony Khan came out and said you know Punk had nothing to do with it uh, which I guess pissed off a lot of boys in the back I don't know but after after the scrum when Punk went off on everybody and went back to his locker room apparently somebody went back to the Young Bucks who had not heard what he had said and they filled him in on what Punk said. And apparently what Conan's saying, and I, like I said, this is Conan, and everything I'm saying is not verbatim, but said that the Young Bucks grabbed, he said cops. I don't know if he meant cops or security, but they did bust down the door. And Punk thinking one on three with security or cops, whoever, I guess hit one of the jet. I think it was Nick with a punch. And then the other one started scrumming around and then, Ace Steel came in and apparently Hangman, or not Hangman, Jesus, uh, Kenny put him in a like cross space. And that's why Ace Steel bit him to get him off of him. And that's what happened. And he's saying now that like what the Bucks did a couple weeks ago when they were mocking him in their match and everything like this. Now more people are starting to get punk side and that he's now become a legend to everybody, which he already was a legend, but it's making his return to WWE look a lot more maybe because everybody was blaming Punk for everything and like Punk has always been somebody that's going to tell you what he thinks he doesn't care he has no filter he doesn't give a fuck he's going to say what he wants and he had some issues he wanted to get off his chest and he got him off his chest and uh, uh, it's looking better for Punk now than it is the Elite so uh, we'll see how this goes yeah I was surprised in, in that match when they were when they you know did the GTS and everything I was like holy shit well they did the GTS they, which which Omega afterwards said thank you Kenta because Kenta does the move over in Japan and they did the they did the bite bite part where Kenny bit uh, one of the uh, death triangles arm and then yeah, one, of the, right. one of the young bucks tried to do the buck shot but they messed up trying to make fun of punk a lot of people are like these these are EVPs that's not how you're supposed to act. And it's like, it's crazy when Vince Russo, Jim Cornette, and Eric Bischoff can all agree that that was so stupid of them to do. Well, it's like we've talked a little bit about it. I thought it was childish. It's well, it's just goes back to that immaturity thing. Yep. And, and the ratings show it. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but Rampage last Friday did 300,000 viewers. That's it. Like a yeah, .08 demo. They said like the new Dora movie on it like 10 o'clock at night on Nickelodeon did better ratings than Rampage. Yeah, and, uh, they said that beat it. Yeah, and then I guess Dynamite only did like 870, which was down from the week before. And the Young Bucks and Kenny's main event match with that triangle was like the lowest rated. Like started at like 1.1 million. And then at the end, only like 700,000 people were watching. And this best of seven is just so stupid because it's the same match over and over and over. If I was Tony, I would right then just put an end to these matches as quickly as possible and and move on to something else because I didn't even watch the main event. I was not in... I wasn't interested in it. I know you probably weren't. It was... 
more of the same shit that we've that we've already been inundated with the past couple of weeks. And well, it's it, the same. It's the same Lucha Brothers and Pac versus Elite match that it's been every time they wrestle. It's just the same. Match. Yeah, they do the same stuff. So. Who wants to see it seven times? Like it, that was just such a bad move. And I hope Tony's looking at this because they're saying Punk wants out. Like it first, you know, Melter all them were reporting that he wanted to buy out or that they wanted to buy him out. Well, that's not the case. Punk's Punk has, I guess, what has gone on record. I don't know if he's gone on record or his camp's gone on record. Or saying he, you know, just buy me out, release me, do whatever you want, but you know, I'll go somewhere else. So uh, I don't know. Things are going to get interesting in AEW because. I, I, man, I, I'm starting to I'm starting to really worry uh, about what's going to happen with this company. It's it's kind of scary right now. Yeah, I'm worried about it too. I, I want to see them succeed, but they just keep uh, making all the wrong moves. It seems like lately. Well, I think the Bucks and Omega think they're bigger stars than what they are. You know what I mean? Like they have yeah. a poor audience. They, and Punk was right. They have a niche audience. Like I like some of their matches, but again. Show me one Young Buck match. I've seen all of them. You know what I mean? Really, it's the same stuff. Just no selling, super kicks, high-flying moves, no story. And they're going to go over. I mean, it's like... Spot uh, after spot after spot after spot. <laughs> spot after spot. And it's like FDR, who uh, they, they're saying their contracts are up in April. Uh, would you want to re-sign with that company? They, they don't use them for nothing. No. So... Uh, They've done the, they've just done things wrong in every I don't know. Every yeah. turn it seems like that that they're making these decisions that make no sense or I'm not interested in it. Like I still watch the product more than I do WWE, but I still watch WWE also. And I think after WrestleMania, we're gonna see more of a new Triple H led WWE, so they can finish some of these stories that were going on. But it seems like now the rules are reversed. It's almost like uh, WWE's the hot spot right now, and AEW is not the hot company anymore. The 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 rose has fallen off the thorn, as they say. It's not the hot new company anymore. It's now okay. What are you gonna do? Because you can't tell me they have all these main event players and they still can't break a million every week. And people were like, "Oh, Punk wasn't a draw. Punk, Punk. Every time Punk was there, uh, it was way over a million viewers, and his segments were really high." And like this, well, he was a draw, but they were they were still doing better than they are now without him. No. They, they, were, they were doing way better. I I not, don't not, understand what's going on. Not without him, they were struggling to beat NXT without him. And then when they got rid of NXT, I mean, it was coming. Well, I'm out just the- talking about the quality of show. Oh, He's okay. a lot better. That's why. I'm not like where's Miro? Where's Miro at? Where, I mean, you can have Jeff Jarrett wrestle, but you can't have fucking Miro. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, they have Jeff Jarrett on Rampage. Nobody cares. Miro's nowhere to be found. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried AEW at the end of this year. You know. Yeah, they gotta they gotta do something because this TV deal is coming up and it's gonna be a big TV deal for them. And they gotta they gotta get more money so they can compete, so you can keep the MJF, so you can keep the acclaim, so maybe you can keep FTR, so you can keep some of these other people. Because if they go elsewhere, I don't know, man. It's I, I don't know. They might just have their uh, eight hundred thousand people, and that's it. Well, FTR, there's like we've been talking, all these all these Triple H guys are 
going back. Well, and- Dax, Dax was like, we're, we've been talking about him and Cash about passively working the indies because they've been working a lot of indies lately and they found love again for wrestling and that maybe they'll just do the indies for a year and then decide where they go. I mean, they could do that if they wanted to. So uh, it's an interesting time. It's going to be... It's, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see what they do tomorrow night because they face the acclaim for the tag team titles. If they put the belts on FTR, I think this is kind of Tony's way of saying, please, please stay. Please stay. Yeah. Hey, he's got to do something. He's got to, he needs help. Like, yeah. I've been saying this. He needs help and he needs to, he needs to get some guys with experience helping him out. Which, you know, I was happy when Jarrett went there because I thought Jarrett could help him, but I don't need Jarrett wrestling. I just, I don't, I don't need it. Like, yeah, I don't want to see him wrestle anyway. I mean, I don't care to see him wrestle, but I don't need him taking spots from other people. That's what, like, I don't care if you have a 14, like, if you have a 14 match card, okay, there's a spot for Jeff Jarrett on there, sure. Kind of like at the last interview. I'm, I'm okay with that, but not for Rampage or, or Dynamite. I don't, I don't need to see him wrestling. So that's, I don't know, that's just me. But uh, yeah. Rick, Flair, Rick Flair made some news. He said that he thinks AEW needs a Hall of Fame, which I totally disagree with because it's a three-year-old company. They yeah. haven't even been around that long. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck are they going to put in the Who are you going to put in the fucking Hall of Fame? You're three years old. But I, Orange Rick Flair's Cassidy, crazy. I mean, come on. <laughs> he also said that uh, he uh, would... Would love to be a surprise entry at Royal Rumble if Triple H and WWE wanted him. So, I mean, that's a player. Andrade, uh, even though he's been out with suspension, had surgery the other day. Uh, Wishing the best for him on that. Heard it was a minor surgery just to get some stuff fixed up. Might as well, while you're on suspension, get some stuff cleaned up. What was Uh, he suspended for? I I don't remember. Him and the Sammy shit where he punched Sammy in the back. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Charlotte's been off TV for a while, too. So maybe he just wanted to stay home with his new wife for a while. I don't, know. I don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, still no word on the UK deal. Still no word on ROH. Tony Khan will be having a media call tomorrow at 1 o'clock for the ROH pay-per-view, which is this weekend, which I'm still debating on buying. Um... I wouldn't, dude. I wouldn't. I, I kind of want to see Claudio and Jericho, but I could be wrong. And I kind of want to see the triple ferret with Samoa Joe, Wardlow, and Juice Robinson, who just re-signed with the company. But um, uh, he's also supposed to allegedly um, uh, go in detail about the William Regal situation on the conference call and also on Dynamite tomorrow night. So we will see. Hmm. But uh, let's get into these... Uh, uh, oh, first off, I owe you, I owe you an apology. <laughs> a lot of people don't know me and me and my boy here talk a lot about wrestling. And last Friday, we kind of got into it. It was like oh, a, yeah. uh, it was like a, a nice conversation. Then we get heated. Sometimes we just I know I, this is how I know we're really good friends. Like we could have like a very heated argument, not talk for a couple days, and then like message each other and be like, "Hey, everything cool? All right, everything's cool. All right, cool." So. <laughs> <laughs> Friends could argue it's okay. I don't know. We were getting into it about GCW or something. I don't know. I was fucking drunk. But, um, you know, shit happens. But I'm glad we're cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad it's good <laughs> yeah. to have a friend that you can argue with and then also be like, hey, everything all right? Everything cool? All right. Yeah. Everything's good. Yeah. But, uh, it's wrestling. It's wrestling. We I get, hope you. We, 
we get heated over wrestling. Well, it's because we're passionate about it. I think people will see that once we can figure out how to get on YouTube and stuff like that. I got to get a laptop or something. I'll, I'm still. We'll talk about that later too. But um, I'm trying to think what else. I don't really think there's anything else newsworthy out there right now. A lot of it's the William Regal stuff. Like people, I guess a lot of people in AEW were just shocked if they knew he was going to be leaving. Why have him in such a big angle and turn heel? Then have MJF beat him up. Moxley's not going to be able to get revenge on him. Like two weeks ago, we had a promo where he's like, "Leave and keep walking" or whatever. And then I don't know. Well, it sounds like it sounds like Regal wanted really wanted to put MJF over the best way he could. I think this is just what it seems like to me. Yeah, but it's just so many swerves. Why do I need so many swerves, bro? Yeah. I don't. I think there was a better way they could have told the story, but whatever. Like, yeah, it's enough. And, and you know, Tony Khan's a mark, just like all of us. And like, you know, he probably has a lot of respect for William Regal. And William Regal said, "Hey, my son works over there. You know, uh, I'm good friends with Triple H. I didn't want to lose my job in the first place. McMahon was crazy. Um, Triple H is back in charge and wants me back. Um, uh, you know, maybe Tony was just like, you know what? Okay." Would Vince McMahon or Triple H ever do something like that? Probably not. But Tony Khan's just like, you know what? I got nine months out of you. Um, I got MJF, hopefully, to where he needs to go. Um, maybe he was just happy he was with him for nine months. I don't know. And maybe the reports are true. Maybe he just thinks everybody's immature and he just doesn't want to be involved in that. And he was ready to go. Yeah, it's like you have, you have William Regal in your company and you're not going to come to him for any advice i mean why why have him as an on-screen character he should have he should have been in the back fucking helping write the shows and yeah and if it's true people weren't listening to him then fuck him you know what i mean they don't need it to be like you know maybe wwe's just gonna be in a monopoly again i don't fucking know but uh these some of these guys they think need to get uh kicked off their high horses and Tony needs to stop enabling them and be like, hey, I'm the fucking boss. This is my billion dollars we're fucking around with. Let's, uh, you know, do what I say or, you know what, fuck you. But uh, I don't know. I just, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's always face versus face or heel versus heel. We don't even know whose face is, whose heels. It's just, he needs to fucking take a time out and get shit figured out. Yeah. He needs help. Tony, get some help. You need it. I think he's too proud because he talks about his e-federation so much. I don't know. But anyway, let's stop the negative. Let's get into our year in. Yeah. Um, well, I just I just kind of wrote a list out of different things. Is that everything we went over the other night? Because I was just blasting them off. Almost. I mean, I I couldn't. I didn't. I wasn't able to find it in the conversation. I was. I went back and tried to find everything. So I just started writing down some things. All right, if we remember uh, stuff, we can always go back, you know, we can pop it up. Yeah, we can just go out to that. But I, I think, like, one of the biggest stories this year has been, has, it has to be Vince uh, McMahon stepping down. Oh, yeah, that's, it's probably between that and the brawl out. But, I mean, it has to be Vince, hands down, because, you know, Vince has always been on record saying, like, I'm doing this until I'm dead. Like this is yeah. this is my life. I mean, he took a loan from his dad and made it. I mean, say what you want about WWE. You, we can all complain about the product and say what we want to say about it, but it makes billions of dollars a year. I mean, you know that that has to say something for something. And you know, uh, for the scandal to come out and 
to find out, you know, he was paying off chicks and shit like that. Like, I don't, I, that might be the biggest story ever in pro wrestling. I don't, I don't think there could ever yeah. be a bigger story than, than that. I was I was floored when I found out it happened. I, I like I thought nothing could remove Vince from that position. I mean, especially when he was uh, you know the CEO and head of the board and, and yeah. things like that. But you know that that's what gets a lot of people sometimes. Sometimes you think you're too powerful. And like I think I forget who said it. It might have been Brian Last on Jim Cornette show or whatever. But um, sometimes when you think you're invincible, you know, like you do whatever you want and. There's repercussions nowadays. Like making our, I think what the big comment was making his pu- uh, company public is what hurt Vince McMahon. Because if they were still just kind of like AEW owned by just Vince, he wouldn't have to resign for this stuff. You know what I mean? But now that right. you got to face the board, you got to face or, um, shareholders, you got to face, you know, a company looking at how much money you're making. And the head CEO can't be, you know, banging company workers and passing them on to John Laurinaitis and paying them off to shut up. You just can't do that. Not in this, you know, and paying Trump millions of dollars without it being, you just can't do that stuff. So yeah. and how, uh, how long, how long have they been publicly traded? It's, it's going on like 20 years or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. I can't even remember when. And the thing about it is like right now, ever since Vince left, their stock, it's like $85 a share now. It's fucking crazy. Like when he stepped down, it was like 50 something. Because wow. I think Vince being stepped down hurt AEW more than anything. Because now everybody's like, oh God, Triple H is in charge. We loved NXT when Triple H was in charge. You know, NXT was great. He's going to make WWE more like NXT now. And I think it kind of took away the newness and the freshness of AEW. And you started getting more eyeballs. You know, Cody coming over, Triple H taking over. Um, Cody was a big deal too. Yeah. That was a big story. That was a big story too. That was that 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 shocked me. I I just yeah, wasn't cause, expecting it. Because I think when I told you, you were like, "No way, no, it's not happening." But um, to start a company and then say, and, and and a lot of it, a lot of people were saying this. It was because of the young bucks and Kenny. And you know, Cody's more of you know that's Dusty's kid, and he he loves wrestling. And you know, when he asked for his release from WWE after doing the stupid Stardust shit. He went on the indies and proved himself to be a pro wrestler. He loves professional wrestling. And, you know, I don't think he was, you know, yes, he aligned with the Bucks and Kenny and New Japan and other places, but I don't think he was all about that spot, spot that stuff that they do. And I think he was more, you know, he was always wearing a suit and uh, he was always, you know, there and he took himself out of the, he did say the one thing he wished he never did was take himself out of the world title hunt where, you know, that that was kind of his yeah. downfall. W. <laughs> didn't like that move from the get-go. I didn't like that move. And who, who doesn't say if AEW's still around, and I don't know how long his WWE contract is, but who doesn't say he never goes back? You know, he, he might go back. And I think he just wants to win the big one for his dad, and I hope he does. Because at first I was pissed. I was like, well, you know what? Fuck Cody Rhodes. And then the more I realized, you know, you know, maybe he, he had to get out of there. Because yeah. once you put yourself and you cannot win the world title, where else is there for it? You can only win the TNT title so many times. You can only do so much of some stuff. And, you know, um, I, I hope Cody's the one who takes down Roman Reigns. I really do. Yeah, I, I hope to see that, too. I I think that I, I wonder how long he has to go with his injury. Uh, I heard... 
they didn't he, give him a date at first because well, they didn't him rushing it. I heard he's doing a lot better. I heard he's close. Um, I think we'll see him at the Royal Rumble. Don't quote me, but that's going to be my prediction. That'd be um, a good spot. So, uh, Cody's a workaholic. He wants to get back. He wants to wrestle. So, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, I I finally watched the rest of that pay-per-view, though. Uh, which one? Uh, Survivor Series. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I want to call it War Games, but... Uh, it was War Games, but it was... Yeah. Sammy Zane is so he's gonna win some of my awards. I, I thought that was that, the ending to that was just so good. Yeah, and you don't even know a lot of the story, so for you saying that, that even makes it even that much better. Um, yeah, it really was. I was just like with like the emotion he had and how he was like breaking down and crying and shit. I mean, yeah. he made that she's he made that shit look so good. Sammy's so he's on a whole other level right now. It's unbelievable. And uh, That's, where where do they go with him? You know, he's got to keep going up. I don't want to see him get knocked back down. You know, well, supposedly um, Roman's opponent at uh, what's the next their next pay per view is Royal Rumble. So supposedly Kevin Owens is going to be Roman's next challenger, and then at Elimination Chamber, which is in Montreal, Sammy's hometown, which the last time they they were there for Raw a few months ago, he got a huge ovation. He is supposed to face Roman Reigns, and then I'm hearing at WrestleMania it's supposed to be Sammy, Sammy and Kevin becoming friends again, brothers again, like they are teaming up to take on the Usos for the tag team titles. So we'll see. Yeah, I think they, right now they could put Sammy Zayn over Roman Reigns, and nobody would bat an eye, and it would be one of the greatest programs in history. But you know, what do I? It, it, that would probably go over huge. I, yeah, I, but that that interrupts their plans or whatever that they have i think triple h is big on plans so we'll see but um yeah it was it was cool yeah so speaking of pay-per-views i started off with the best pay-per-view of the year oh okay um you want to go first or you want me to go first because it doesn't matter you you can okay you're gonna do that to me um (laughs) Oh man, I am going to say, and I'm probably really biased on this one, but for me, because it was just, I, I, I would go between two and they're both AEW ones, but it would be the one with Punk and MJF at the dog collar match, because that was awesome. But when Punk won his first title after being gone for eight years, that was what, that, that wasn't all out. That was, uh, Full gear. Was it full gear? No, we just had full gear. Um, when Punk well, was first over Heyman, that's going to be my pick as a pay-per-view of the year. Well, there was only like five pay-per-views yeah. for AEW this year. I'm drawing um, a blank. I'm going to go with that one. And honorable yeah, mention. And, the- and we can we can definitely look it up. Uh, uh, what do they got? They got. They got Revolution, which is coming up. They have Full Gear. They have all, Double or Nothing. It was Double or Nothing. Double, double or, or nothing. nothing. You're right. Yeah, Double or Nothing is mine. And then, um, as like honorable mention, it would be the Past War Games, which I thought was really good, and also um, Forbidden Door. So those are those are my top three. I, I picked Forbidden Door. Yeah, because that, that took me by surprise. I didn't know a lot of the wrestlers, and. <laughs> 
I didn't know how good they were, you know, and it really opened my eyes to New Japan's roster, and it was, it was just so good. Yeah, the lead-up wasn't that like, great, but the pay-per-view was stellar. Yeah, Candice even watched it with me, and she was like, oh. yeah, this is this is really good, and she doesn't watch wrestling. Hey, there you go. That's so, what's up. Yeah. So... I, I went with that. It was it, it was back and forth between that. I was real close to saying blood and guts, though. That wasn't a pay-per-view, though. Yeah, it wasn't. That was a dynamite. So, I, yeah, it had to be for, Forbidden Door, then. Good pick, good pick. But then I had Best Match... And I picked Blood and Guts. That, that was a good match. That was a good match. Mine would be MJF and uh, CM Punk and Dog Collar match. That was just so good. It was. That was a good match too. That yeah. that was phenomenal. And funny story about that is I I don't think we were recording then. I could be wrong, but funny thing about that match was so I bought the pay per view, and then a big storm happened here in Cincinnati, and my power got knocked out. Oh, no. So, I had to watch it on my phone. So, my phone was dying because it wasn't very much charged. And, you know, the paper was, like, you know, taking a lot of power on my phone. I had to go outside in my car and charge my phone while I watched the pay-per-view. And when when Punk's music hit, his old ROH music, I'm in my car. In the driveway, I have the windows down because I'm smoking a cigarette, and I am fucking screaming, and my neighbors are just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And I am just going crazy that, they're, <laughs> you know, he was using his old ROH music, and he was wearing his old ROH gear, and uh, yeah, that, that would be my pick. And Blood and Guts was great, too, because Claudio shined in that one, so I can't uh, disagree with that very much. Oh, plus, plus the, the music playing the whole time. I no, that was going. That, that was anarchy in the arena. Oh, okay. Then I then I fucked up. I mean, the anarchy in the arena. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, anarchy in that, yeah, that that was, match of the year. Yeah, that was great too. The music playing, Moxley's music going on and on and on. Yeah, that was anarchy in the arena. Yeah, I don't. That's right. That is my match of the year. That was a great match too. So I didn't just good too, but. Yeah, you can't go wrong with it. Yeah, that was that's a good pick too. But that was a good one. Um, uh, let's see. Um, is it too soon for best wrestler? No, go ahead. I did. I did a, a male and a female. Okay. And I'm I'm going with John Moxley and the male, and it took it it. I was back and forth between him and Punk and MJF. So it was a hard, hard choice. I wonder if we know where I'm going with this. Uh, mine's going to be Punk. Uh, gone eight years, came back, took the wrestling world by storm. Um, a fun fact that people probably don't even think about. He's undefeated on AEW pay-per-views. He came back, him and, and him and Moxley and him and uh, I mean, him and Hang- for the trouble they had, him and Hangman was actually uh, probably one of the better matches of Hangman Page's title reign. 
And yes, he did have the uh, 60-minute match with Brian Danielson, which might be up there in one of my matches of the year, and, and some other things. But just, and I'm a punk mark. I get it. People can talk shit about it. But you know what? I might not be able to do this ever again. So punk is definitely my wrestler of the year. MJF's close. Um, Dax Harwood, I would put maybe one B. And well, yeah, the, uh, Dax is done a lot of great matches this year and here's the thing if you think about it you know he's had single matches against punk he's had single matches against adam cole he had a single match against uh was was it osprey did him and osprey fight uh, i don't uh, think so I, I i think i could be right on that one and uh him and danielson and him and uh i think i already said adam cole and him and uh, you know but you know what the, the defining factor of all that is he lost every single match but one, and that was beating Cash. But he still came out getting cheered. It goes to show you if you work hard, you put over your people. Wins and losses sometimes don't always matter. Sometimes just going out there and being a great professional wrestler will get you over. It's true. He's he's done a lot of like you meant you mentioned all those matches. I not one of them was bad. No. And, and the tag matches, I know Tony didn't. Tony, Tony didn't use them right, but I don't know if you've seen the match, the FTR versus um, Aussie Open on New Japan, like two no, or three months I ago. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. Like two or three months ago, dude. Uh, tag team match of the year. I would say better than them and the Briscoes at both ROHs. It was it was fucking insane. Really? Insane. Wow. Yeah. If you, you might be able to find it on YouTube, but just type in FTR versus Aussie Open. It's, it's. So you, it's, you know why the Briscoes aren't on AEW, don't you? Well, because of the the tweet he made about gay people like seven years ago. Yeah, like it was like it was it was like thirteen years ago. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, how, it's, which brings a question: like, how how long do you hold somebody accountable for? I mean. It, it, it's no excuse for saying what he said or anything, but oh, how long do you hold him up against the wall and say, you know, you said this once and we're going to boycott you for the rest of your career, you know? Well, here's the thing. If they didn't even, like, if you didn't even bring up the tweet, nobody would even fucking remember. Did, did I, he bring it up? No. Uh, Time Warner brought it up. That's why oh. I told Tony... So they told Tony they didn't want them on TV. And so Tony told everybody that's why. And then it was like, oh, so people go and look it up. And they're like, oh, my God, he said this. The dude apologized afterwards. He said he was sorry. I mean, I don't – I'm so tired of this cancer, cancel culture shit. It's just everybody makes mistakes. I mean, if fucking people recorded half the shit I used to say when I was fucking younger, even 13 years ago, I'd probably be canceled too. It's oh, shit. It, like, it's people – yeah. If we're not allowed to grow from our mistakes, then why, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm sure every one of them fucking board members and Time Warner who said they don't want the presence on TV have never done anything wrong in their life. You know what I mean? It's, it's just stupid. Yeah. But, I mean, they're, they're pro wrestlers, for God's sakes. Uh, they're right. not going to say the most intelligent shit all the time. And like Cornette said on his show, they're like the biggest Christians you'll ever meet. Like they're like these Bible thumping, like, you know, they wouldn't, you don't, you wouldn't look at them and t- could tell, but yeah. they're, very, they're very religious. Um, and I, I don't know. It's just, it's stupid. You, you're going to have Nick Gage on your TV who robbed a bank and <laughs> did prison time. 
fight Chris Jericho in a death match on AEW Dynamite. Do the pizza blade while a Domino's pizza commercial is showing. But you can't have the Briscoes on there because they made a tweet about gay people. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, come on. I know. But the Nick Gage moment was cool. I, I thought it was cool that he did his de- he did his style oh, of match. Yeah, I'm not saying anything about Nick Gage. I'm just saying Oh no, I know. But just you know, I'm just saying, I forgot about that match. That was so good. Or or Jericho's wife. She was one of the people at the January like the January sixth stuff when they tried to overthrow the she was there. <laughs> she know? was? Yeah. Jer- oh, oh, you don't know what? about that? Uh, no, I know that. Yeah, you gotta look that up. She was one of the people there, and uh, Jericho made donations to Trump and all this and that. But yet, he could be on TV every week. But the Bris- I mean, it's just a joke. Yeah, let the Briscoes be on TV, Time Warner. Yeah, free the Briscoes, free them, free them. So, uh, my oh, female, my female, my yeah. female. Oh, go ahead, you go first. Go ahead. Well, it's 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 a tie between two of them. And one of them you really don't know because she's from GCW, but like it's Jamie Hader and Sawyer Wreck. Dead easy for me on both of them because both are in different companies and both are in different companies and they've done different things. But uh, Sawyer Wreck, I I would like to see her in, in an AEW setting. Only if she's fighting females. Um, mine would be, um, I like Jamie Hayter, um, but I think Britt Baker really took control and showed she was a main event level worthy, can carry a division type of talent. And she has improved so much from when Dynamite first started. Um, oh, yeah. I would have to go with uh, Dr. Britt Baker. D M. She's a good pick. She was in. She was in the running for me. Um, and Tony Storm would be in my running too because she defended that title week after week after week after week. I'm glad they recognized her title reign as a real title title reign instead of an interim. Um, and then just the rise of Jamie Hader. You're so right there too. Like she came over as Britt Baker's lackey, and just the crowd just kept cheering and cheering and cheering and cheering. And I hope they let her have the title reign that she could have. I hope they, yeah, I hope they don't screw up another title reign for me. And I would put, I know I'll probably get a lot of heat for this, but I'd put Jade up there too. Like, Jade had a great year. Uh, she's come a long way. I know some of her matches aren't the greatest. I know some of her promos aren't the greatest. Sometimes you got to remember these people are still green, but she has the look. She has that it factor. Um, she She's uh, improved quite a bit, really yeah, she's quick. Working, she's working with Brian Danielson, and uh, you can tell. And uh, she's a, she's a star, so uh, we'll see. But uh, if I had to pick somebody, like if you're gonna hold me to it, uh, Britt Baker would be my pick. Excellent choice. And I met her, and she gave me a big hug, and uh, I got a picture taken with her. And she was a she was a sweetheart. Talked to us for a second. Um, you showed me that picture. Yeah, they tried to rush you in and out, and she like held us there for a few minutes and actually talked to us. Uh, we were the first in line to meet her, so it was uh, pretty cool. But yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, so next, what did I have? Um, I, I kind of loosely put down Booker of the Year. I put Brett Lauderdale down because um, yeah. um, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think 
Tony's Booker of the Year this year by any. No, Tony fucked yeah. up a lot. I would I, go tri- Triple H. Yeah, he's got to be up there too. I I just haven't watched enough WWE to really make that judgment, but I trust you on that. And the same with you with Brett. I don't watch enough GCW. I mean, we still have to record that one episode. Yeah, I don't even know if Brett does all the booking, but um, I assume he does. Tony Khan, to me, this year took a very, um, I'm going to say step back. I could argue that he was Booker of the Year the last couple of years because Vince was horrible and there was really nobody else. But, like, Wardlow got was getting huge pops and had the match with fucking... MJF and then bam he's like not on TV anymore even though he's a TNT championship like yeah. man Adam Page's title reign you know you have him beat uh, Kenny Omega then you have him go to like a 60 minute war with Brian Danielson and then you have him go to another 30 minute war where he wins and then and then what and then you just keep dropping the ball like FTR like that's, you know well, you made this going with every title reign so far it's it seems like they're falling flat like to, to me, like, do you does the acclaim seem as hot anymore now that they have the titles? I yeah, I, I think I think they are. He's doing all right with them, but I think they're going to lose tomorrow to FTR. I really do. But I think because Tony had a great, you know, a lot of wrestlers complained before AEW came around about how they worked so much and they didn't have time off and things like that. And Tony wants to cycle people. I get that, but you can't cycle people when the people are hot. Right. Like, it seems like he can get them up to that part point where they're hot. But yeah, he doesn't know what to do. After. But he can't keep it. Yeah, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, he, he, he's, he fell flat looking yeah. this year. I agree with that. Um, I have a breakout star. Um, oh. But I, I don't know if I could call him a breakout star because he's in GCW. But I couldn't. I couldn't really think of any in AEW. You're gonna pick. You're gonna pick Cole Radrick, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I knew you were. I, I know you too well. Mine would be Sami Zayn because yeah, Sami yeah. isn't going anywhere, and now he's one of the hottest acts they got. Like the Jackass match at WrestleMania. Now this this story with the Bloodline, like. He gets the biggest cheers out of almost anybody now, and like he's cracking wrestlers up in the ring, like he's making them break. And he's, uh, he's cracked them up twice now. Like yeah. I saw one in the locker room. I don't know what he said to him, but he just, he just, he couldn't even. He had to, he had to cover his face. Well, and now it's, well, now it's a shirt. But he told, he told Roman, and I started cracking up when I saw this too. It's hilarious. But he told, because they call the, the the Usos, they call somebody Us, right? And they say, hey, Us, hey, Us. Yeah. Well, he told Roman not to be mad. I think it was at Jay. It might have been Jimmy. I don't know which one. But he said, they're not, they weren't feeling very Usy that day. And the fucking crowd popped. Roman and Jimmy just started cracking up. Like, they were hiding their faces. And it's now yeah, become, I like, saw a that. become a t-shirt. It's become a saying. They're chanting, feeling Usy in the crowd. Like, it's just... What he's I want a t-shirt. That's a great t-shirt. Yeah, it's a good one. And I think it's one of their best sellers. So, yeah, uh, 
Sami Zayn far and away. And see, here's the thing. And it goes back to the Booker of the Year that we were just talking about. You know, you could have made a case for Hook, but where the fuck is Hook? You could have made a case for Wardlow. Well, now you can't. You could have made a case for Ricky Starks, but then he goes away from TV. You could have made a case for Daniel Garcia, but then you cool him off. Like, he had all these people who could have broke out, and then he stops it. Yeah, Daniel Garcia, there's a perfect example of just what not to do. I, yeah. it, it baffles me. The guy, can he could, he could wrestle against anybody and get over. Yeah, and but now you don't see him anymore. It's it's insane. No, nope, it's it's almost like it never happened. Like yep. he, he never had that feud with Danielson and the most main events fan and he had like all these and then just nothing. It's I don't know. I don't get it. I don't either. I it, it's it baffles me. But I'm hoping that's what I'm hoping that Jamie Hader, now that she has the title, doesn't hit that cool down yeah, state. I'm, that we, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, let's see. What else do I have? Um, I don't have much else. I have I had best face, and I didn't just I didn't choose one. And I had best heel. Best heels MJF. I mean, there's just no other. I, I, I went a little different. MJF would be my pick for AEW. Um, for GCW, I'd say Tony Deppin. Tony. Yep, see, I knew that. He's just uh, a great asshole. <laughs> best face, I think for a while you could have said Punk because he was just so over with the crowd and everything like that. Um, yeah, I'd go, go with Punk this year. What, what, would, it, what would have been your feud of the year? Feud of the year? Um... Probably Blackpool Combat Club versus JAS, even though I think they did that a bit too much. Yeah, I think it's Punk and MJF. That, yeah. They had some promo battles. You had that 30-something minute long match in Chicago where Punk dropped to him. Um, you had this, the great dog collar match. and You know, referencing Craig Hammer Valentine and... Uh, um, Roddy Piper and just uh, and like they, uh, Tony went on record as saying he let Punk and MJF do a lot of that I think that was the feud of the year um, tag team of the year I'd say the acclaimed and that, that, that's that's even before they they took the title they, they were just They've been white you know hot. Here. They could have been. They could have been breakout stars of the year. Yeah, they they really could have been. Because they went from like dark and elevation to like the people chanting, you know, "Oh, scissor me, daddy," and uh, like and what their in ring like, work is just in, insane. Like yeah. every it match puts- I watch by them is always something new to it, something refreshing. They and punk. Surprise me. And Punk worked with Matt Caster, and then the match he got hurt, it was him and FTR versus um, the acclaimed, and I forget who, but um, yeah. Um, what 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 do you take away from this year in wrestling? Like, what what is your overall thoughts of the wrestling business right now? Like, where 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 are you at with? 
I don't know your fandom, like where you think the, the business is going. Um, what what, well, what would as, be your as of right now, and with all we've talked about with what's been going on in AEW and everything. I mean, I I came into the year hardcore for AEW and want really for the first for the first little bit of the year they were doing really excellent and I didn't expect to see what happened happen that yeah with either it, company but I mean I now I'm I'm watching WWE a little bit again and enjoying it and Oh, hey, um, did you notice something during War Games? Did you notice something about the camera work? That they didn't shake the camera. Do you know why? No, what happened? Dunn wasn't there. Oh. So, I don't know. There There was still, like, I did notice there was still the... Camera angle after camera angle after camera angle. They need to, it, it, it. It wasn't as much though. No, it, it wasn't as bad as that raw I watched. Yeah. That raw I watched. I just it it was literally making me nauseous to watch it. Raw still hard for me to watch. Um, I have to watch it like in sample sizes. Like I watch an hour here, I watch an hour there, I watch an hour later. SmackDown I usually watch every two hours because. Um, I think we could do debut of the year, and I think it would be Bray Wyatt, hands down. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I haven't. Um, his debut was awesome. Um, some stories, I think, going into 2023, I think, is is Adam Cole going to be able to come back? This uh, this uh, concussion he had was, was really, really, really serious. Um, and they're taking their time with him, which I, I am very thankful for. Um, I hope that he, because I met him, too. And uh, he spent some time talking to me and uh, my girlfriend's kid. And he talked to us and uh, he took selfies with us. I have selfies. I have a picture we paid to take there. He was a, he's a great guy. And uh, I hope he's all right. Um, I'm interested to see where WWE goes. With now Triple H really going to be able to take the reins and, and make this company his. And uh, I think the TV deals are going to be a big story in 2023 um, AEW is getting like 45 million a year they need more because that's basically paying the production for each week um, if they can get two or three times that with a new deal with AEW or, or I mean with a Time Warner or whoever um, I think will be healthy for the wrestling business um, where does Punk go does Tony Khan make good that's the real that's the real question and it doesn't seem too promising that he'll be back in AEW anytime soon with the shit they're well, doing. I think it's good that they're taking a while to not just rush to a decision to just fire him or you know, hope I want to see him in AEW, but I also want to see him in WrestleMania fighting Stone Cold. So I'm kind of torn on the two. Um where there's really no big free agents out there, so I don't think we'll see a lot of moving and going. Um is the GC model GCW model going to work? The uh, five dollars a month on fight is that a well? Our, well it's, it's not. Our, it's not just specifically for GCW. There's there's other companies that are tied into it too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but does that work? Does that make them money? Um, 
does ROH get a TV deal? What what happens there? Because I'm tired of seeing it on my AEW television. Um, it's I think it's going to be a big year. I want to see. I, I I want people to get off. I, and I know I talk about it quite a bit with ratings and stuff like that. But um, just watch what you like. If you like something, watch it. If you and I I think it's okay because a lot of AEW fans don't ever want to realize and say something's wrong with the product it's okay to criticize the product it's okay yeah you don't have you don't have to like everything they do you can't like everything they do it's just impossible i mean that would be you, you just can't i don't i don't love everything but everything could be better online i, I know there's people that are, are that are like that and it drives me absolute fucking nuts when they think everything that aew does is just gold well, and here's the thing, like, I forgot to talk about this in the news, but yesterday, Jade Cargill and Naomi from, well, I don't, I guess she's a free, I don't know if she's a free, but they went to a basketball game together. People were like, oh my God, it means Naomi. No, these wrestling companies, these guys are friends, like. Yeah, uh, they do have a life outside of wrestling. Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens are good friends with the Bucks and Kenny, you know, and uh, like, they finally, since Vince left, you know. Claudio, Adam Cole, Xavier Woods, and Tyler Breeze were allowed to do their Twitch show again together. And these people are just friends and they want to see, like, they wish, don't, I know that one wants to do better than the other, but they wish the two million that watch SmackDown watch Dynamite and Raw. Like, that just makes the business more healthy. Yeah. So. That that should be the main thing. Watch what you like. I I get I get I've been getting burned out on, on AEW honestly, and it's just been the booking and everything, which I hope is going to improve. I want to see them succeed more than anything. Well, I think before they can do that, I think Tony has to make a decision on Punk. Are you keeping him or you're not? Because. It's if you're not gonna keep him, let him go. Let him go to WWE. Whatever. Who fucking cares? If you don't want him, let him go. Why are you paying him to sit at home? Why? Yeah, it, there there needs to be some finalization of what is going on, so and that I, we as fans can enjoy the results. And Tony's a fan, like you know. Uh, if you're not going to have Punk in your company, let him go. If you want to side with the Bucks and Kenny, I think it's wrong. But you know what? If that's your decision, go for it. But um, you got to make a decision. You got to go from there. And I just hope the booking gets better. I hope we don't have to hot shot every freaking thing. I hope Miro comes back. <laughs> I just hope for a lot of things to happen. And I'll be going to AEW again in February. I can't wait. So I'm excited about that. It, it's in a different arena though right yeah it's in it's their first time in dayton ohio so that'll be cool oh okay so it's the first time in that arena period yeah first cool. time and i'll be there and uh it's closer I, to you, right huh is it isn't it closer to you no it's farther away it'll be a drive for me but that's all right it'll be it'll be about a 45 minute drive but i'm, I'm willing to do that um one last one last note before we go. I don't know if you heard about this or not, but Barry Wyndham, um, oh, yeah. the uncle, the uncle of Bray Wyatt, and a four horseman and a legend in the world of professional wrestling, had a major heart attack and is in ICU. Um, 
he has an I uh, GoFundMe going. Uh, I know some AEW and some WWE people pitched in, and just uh, keep Barry Windham in your thoughts. He just uh, hope he's gonna be all right. Hope he kicks out. But uh, I watched I watched Barry Windham as a kid in, yeah. in NWA, and uh, man, he 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 was so good. And, and another thing the wrestling community did, which I thought was just great, which shows what this community can do when people just, you know, you don't have to be like, I'm a WWE guy. I'm a Kevin Nash's son passed away not too long ago. And uh, Kevin came out and said, you know, he helped with the po- Kevin Nash has a podcast. And he said, uh, guys, I don't I don't usually ask for stuff. And he said, this doesn't really mean a whole lot to me, but it meant a lot to my son. But if you could just, you don't have to listen, but if you could just subscribe to our YouTube channel, and if we get to 100,000 people, I'll get a plaque, and that's what my son wanted. And that was his goal for the the show. And I will give Tony Khan credit on that. He saw that. He liked it. He retweeted it, and it got to 100,000 people, and now Kevin Nash is going to get that plaque for his son. And uh, it just goes to show you it doesn't really matter about who's better show or who's the best wrestler, who's that, what the wrestling community can do when the, uh, it bands together. And uh, too big, sexy. I, you know, I feel bad for his loss, and I was always entertained by Kevin Nash. Yeah, I, sub- I was one of those who subscribed to help him out, and uh, that, that it was a sad deal too. I, I couldn't imagine being a parent losing a son or a daughter before I pass away. So I can't imagine what he's going through, but. Uh, yeah, Big that up was everybody who subscribed and and helped him get that for his son. So that's that's pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah, I did I did see that. Like that was like what like three or four days ago that I saw it. Yeah, he I went think it to get to hundred thousand. Yeah, I think it was last week he asked, and then Tony Khan said consider it done, and he you know he said he subscribed and he uh, retweeted and posted a link to go and stuff like that. So. It's That's just awesome. cool. We we don't have to say it's AEW versus WWE. It's just you know, there's a small. It's a small community. It could be a bigger one, but uh, when they get together, it's a cool thing. Yeah, that really is but, cool. And, and, for that us, cool. and for us, you know, hopefully next year we get on YouTube. Well, I hope I get a, a laptop and we can figure out how people can see our ugly mugs. And uh, yeah, I, well, it's it's. Uh, so far, I've, the best advice I've gotten is to go to an app called StreamYard, and that's as far as I've gotten. With I'm going to talk to the woman. I'm going to try to get a, a laptop, and we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get it done. But uh, I just want to say thanks for letting me have this platform. I love doing it with you. I love talking to you. Um, I love that you're yeah. my friend, and uh, it's been a blast. It's been a great year. Yes, sir. Off to a better one. Yeah, definitely. We get it. We get to end this year and begin a new one together, and hopefully more content. Yeah, I think maybe next we need to do maybe this weekend. I don't know because I'm really thinking about buying Saturday. I'm thinking about buying the the ROH, but maybe Friday. I don't know. We'll see. But maybe we do a GCW slash War Games review. We could do that. So I'm we'll always down. I'm always down to review gcw you know me yeah i know you are. we don't have to do both shows either like before i i was doing both shows and that's a lot to do 
Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out something. That they do them back to back like that. It's pretty yeah. much you gotta choose which show you want to see. I say we should start doing like once or twice a month. We do like one GCW show, one WWE show, and then the rest AEW or something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, because uh, yeah, WWE this this pay per view impressed me. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Well, it goes to show you, and, it, and it, it goes to show the difference in philosophies. Like, WWE gave you five matches. AEW yeah. gives you, like, what, 11, 12? So, yeah, you didn't, you didn't need that many matches. Yeah, to, not everybody has to be on the pay-per-view. Yeah. I think Tony thinks because he only has, like, four with AEW that he has to, like, you don't have to do that, bro. Make it special. Earn a spot on the card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. But definitely. All right, my brother. All right. Well, it's it. I think the next show we're gonna do will be on this dynamite coming up. So hopefully, I'm worried about this dynamite because it doesn't look yeah. that great, except for except for the uh, FTR versus Acclaim. The past is, is it me or is it like the past four dynamites have really <coughs> not piqued my interest since the Bucks and Omega have been back? It hasn't been. The yeah, game. I'm just gonna say that. I'm not gonna blame them. I'm not gonna say that. I'm just gonna say since they've been back, it hasn't been the best. Odd coincidence. Coincidence, don't you think? But yeah, you know, but who knows? We'll see. Hopefully, we're surprised. Yeah. I, I hope it's a good show anyway I, I always hope it's a good show I just I, I'm not I don't, I'm not putting too much into it at this point yeah we'll see how it goes okay brother uh, and let everybody know where they can reach you I, hey uh, if you're in uh, some of these countries that we're getting people listening to us and here in the U.S. Blunt 23 on Twitter. Jason Wayne Blunt Sr. on Facebook. Hit me up. I want people to talk to me about wrestling. I want I need new people to talk wrestling with. Yeah, me too. Uh, Stagger Lee on Facebook and on Twitter. Stagger Lee 777, which I am on Twitter less and less every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> My phone goes off no matter what if I get notifications. So hit me it's up. It's a we'll nightmare. Like, like I, I got involved with Twitter just to get word out about the podcast and everything. But I think the podcast does better on Facebook. Yeah, I'll start. I'll start uh, posting more stuff. I need to get better at that. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't really post a lot on Twitter. I, there's not. There's not much I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Twitter's for people who've got stuff to say, like that they have comments about stuff, and then half the times I don't even know what the comments about. <laughs> it's like Twitter's okay, that anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But all right, let's go. All right, let's go. All right, peace out, my brother. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Let's go. Bye. Bye. Thank you.